Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 257. On this episode, we're going to be talking about some Easter eggs that have to deal with Assassin's Creed. <clears throat> also going to be talking about Borderlands 3, which I know Bolts cannot Whee! stop about. <laughs> Talking about World War Z, Bethesda's QuakeCon, and a couple of things that have to do with Anthem. So... Even though other than it being a big old pile of piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> what Bolt said, but um it's gonna be a very interesting episode, and I am so excited that you guys are here. Right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. All right, guys. As I said, you are listening to the 257th episode of the second opinion podcast i'm so glad that you guys joined us i am celeb and i am joined by my partner in crime bolts what's up man how you doing what is going on bro you know how it is the 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 second opinion hq office is more well lit lit than ever well yeah because we had to go five freaking light bulbs (laughs) yeah uh, finally got light bulbs for this fan I have in here, and it's so much easier to look around. It doesn't feel like we're inside of a cave while we're back here. The cave It of is the wonders. man cave. But, um, so, guys, uh, as I said, we have a very special episode for Diamond you. Diamond in the rough. <laughs> Diamond in the rough. Um, so, as I said, we got a really special episode for you guys. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, a good chunk of gaming news. We're doing it a little different. As I told you guys before, each episode, we're trying to change up the content. So on this episode, it's going to be more centralized around some of the latest gaming news. And then we're going to, at the end, talk about uh, some more Borderlands stuff. So, Bolts, as always, what you been drinking, what you been gaming, and how has life been going? Well, first of all, if we keep telling them that we keep changing things, then eventually they're just going to be like, it's changing every single time. Are you saying so I don't have to always say That's what you know. No, that's fine. I just realized in the show notes I put episode 2,557. We've been here since the beginning of time. (laughs) (laughs) So what's good, bro? Back in 1492, when Lord Bolts was first around. (laughs) That's why we called him Lord Bolts for so long. He was a gentleman and a scholar. All right, so what's been going on, bro? How's life? Man, life is life. Um, Let's see. Let's start off with what have I been drinking? You know... I've been drinking a lot of body armor, the little fruit fruit water drink juice that they got going on, bro. Look. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You said body armor, and yeah. I was like, wait a second. And for some reason, my mind registered under armor, and I'm like. <laughs> Man, I, put, I, I put that bitch in a ninja and swirly that bad boy up. 
No, um, it's a body armor. Uh, they make water. They make a fruit drink. Um, it's really good. They instead of using water, they I mean they use water, but they use like uh, coconut water for their base. Yeah. Um, but it's really really good. I've been drinking a lot of that. Um, I had a body armor watermelon one day, and it tasted like a wet dog. You had a who wear? There's a body armor watermelon flavor, watermelon kiwi. Yeah, that's Bro, gross. No, no, no it, it was. Horrible. It's just it's just like the sparkling ice that I, I would yeah, drink. Yeah. You, well, you got me addicted to those. So. You can only drink certain ones because the other ones just are just ass. The two that I drink are the lemonade yes. and the um, the orange one. What or it's not orange. What is it? It's like strawberry something. Or you have strawberry kiwi. Uh-huh. You have strawberry cherry. I mean, I mean, you have kiwi cherry. Uh-huh. You have uh, peach nectarine. There's one that's like an orange color. You have orange mango. Maybe that's the one I got. That's probably the one you. Uh, Ooh, excuse oh. me. <laughs> Sonic and alcohol. Right. right. Um but yeah, no, the body armor, um, I only drink the black uh the blackberry and the fruit punch. Those yeah. are the only two I really like. Okay. Um but of course they have other flavors and whatnot. Yeah. Um of course I got a dark pepper center in front of me and I got a vodka and OJ center in front of me. So yeah. so I'm 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 good to go. Okay. I'm good to go. What about gaming, bro? Gaming wise, um I for the past week I've kind of I've taken a oasis from work uh the ups job so i've been going in and just doing uh what i need to do and then i've been leaving so as soon as i leave as soon as i leave <laughs> i come straight home <laughs> a little bit too much alcohol already like as soon as i'm lying <laughs> i drive quote <laughs> Oh, my God, oh, bro. That's funny. It's funny to us because we know people that talk like that on a consistent <laughs> basis. As soon as I'm lying, I go across time. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, yeah. anyways, as soon as I leave work, I come straight home. And I've been, um, I for about a week straight, I balled out on Shadows Dark twice. Really? Took it, put about eight hours of gameplay in a day. What are you thinking? Oh, I, I, I beat it just last night. Um, you beat it? Yeah. Good lord, bro. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I, I was grinding hard. Hard, hard. Yeah. Eight, eight, nine, ten hours a day. Um, Before I would have to go to work at Brookshire's, I'm talking like from like three in the morning until like... I, I know the last... Cu- there was a couple of days here and there. I'm like, I haven't heard from Bolts all day. Mm-hmm. It's because I would I would play Shadows Die twice. So, like, that's, then- be- that's because cars were getting caught on fire in front of our job. <laughs> right. Um, I'd play Shadows Die twice. I'd get angry at myself and have to go take it out on the shower or something. But, you know, that's where I was at. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but but I grinded for about 10 hours a day. I'm talking I'm talking past seven days. I probably put about 80 hours into it. And that's dying and everything. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a very hard game to beat. Of course it was. And do you plan on playing it through a second time? Hell no. <laughs> You got to, to that the last no. one. Oh, I got. I, I after I hit that final freaking uh, <laughs> death blow, I was like, "This, this is the end." It was so satisfying you know, and everything, man. It was. You're just, like, it was. It was very satisfying. It was as satisfying as when you're pulling, like you're you clipped your fingernails and you end up finding that one skin tag. Yeah, and you're like pulling it off your finger, and it hurts like hell. But when you pull it off, man. It's it's and it's you're like glorious. I never want to do that again, but I'm man, it was satisfying. <laughs> um, it was it was everything that it was everything that I expected from uh, from software. Um, yeah. So it was it was just amazing. The oh, I was just it was it's so good. If you get a chance to play it, I know you probably won't because you're not a big fan of those type of games. You get frustrated. Me? Yeah. No, I mean, look, bro. I really tried with Dark Souls three. I got halfway through the game. 
um, and I kind of stopped. Bloodborne, I haven't downloaded on my console, and I just I haven't I haven't played it because there's been other stuff that's been going on. So, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna really really try to soak time into Bloodborne because I really want to <laughs> yeah. beat that, and it's visually beautiful. Right. But it's hard for me not to want I understand Sekiro because of the art style. And just the overall presentation. But I, I was watching somebody play it the other day, and they were on the snake mission. And yep. I was like, nah, I, I would die too much. Uh, dude, it's, I mean, it, it's so frustrating, but so satisfying at the same part, at the same time. Yeah. You could die 50 times in a row, but you if you beat that, that bad guy that one time, it's yeah. like... You're like, oh, yeah. you know, that's like the um, first boss I beat in Dark Side, uh, Dark Siders, uh, Dark Souls three. Yeah, the dude. very first boss that I beat. There was actually not even a boss. There was a dude at one of the first buildings you come up on that has like a long ass like samurai sword. Yeah, he killed me so many times. But when I got to the first boss and I actually really focused and beat him, it, dude, that right there, I was like, I could probably never play this game again and be like, that was great. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's unreal. Um, and of course I've been playing MLB, uh, MLB, the show. Um, but I will tell you this, I am actually very disappointed in 19. I thought you said it was better than 18. Um, you, you know, after, after I, you know, and of course that was my first initial reaction. Um, cause like the excitement. Exactly. Yeah. But after being in, uh, playing it for, for, for probably a good week now, um, I know they're, they're, they've, they're sending out update versions and stuff like that. But the animations and the and, and it's glitching. It's it is not a well game. It is it really? is it is it has got the the B strain flu right now. It's <laughs> it's so it's it's just it's just awkward. It's like when I was pitching the other day, you know, I was trying to throw a, a, a low and outside slider, yeah. and you know, on eighteen, eighteen is so smooth. Eighteen is really smooth. Um, but. Whenever I would, the ball would would slide across the the strike zone, mm-hmm. and the catcher would have to go to catch it. Well, the the glove wouldn't move, but the ball would go down here, and his glove was still over here, and he oh, would still no. catch it. It was just awkward. Like so frustrating. It is. It is. It's so awkward. It's so awkward to to look at. Yeah. Um. But like I said, you know, they're coming out with some patches. They just came out with one. Um. This past week to, to change some of the animations. Some I'm of, guessing that's the reason why you started playing uh, Sekiro. Yes, it yeah. was actually. It actually Sekiro, was because I was I was getting frustrated at MLB the show. Yeah. Um. But yeah. after I started, after I finished playing uh, Shadows Die Twice, um, I actually went back to to um, 18 the show, which which it, which of course you know it's been out for a year, so of course it's a more fluid and solid game. But yeah, I was I, right now. I'm I'm not too happy with 19. So dang man. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Um, well, you know, life-wise, everything has been okay. Um, I did have to go to Brian. College hey, Bolts isn't going to jail. Day. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah, no, I had, I had a small court date. A little, 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 a little DWLI driving while license isn't valid. Damn surcharges in the state of Texas is a bitch. I tell but you. But he got them all paid. Yeah, yeah, I got them paid off and all that jazz. So E3's back on, guys. That's right. E3 was always on. No, it's really on now. It's super on now. <laughs> Katie, beware. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> shout outs to, <laughs> shout outs to our, our co-worker on Cinelinks, Katie. Um, we had actually got some news that they had put some caps on some of the press uh, badges this year. Bolts is pregnant, by um, the way. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, the, the master and commander that is... Uh, Jordan wasn't hearing it. We had the, he was, he was pretty kind of like, okay, listen, I'll take care of it. 
and uh, she has been approved for E3. So um, I'm very excited for this year's E3. Uh, as you guys know, I know Bolts is as well. And it is so awesome that uh, Katie is going to be going in the capacity of being able to work with us as well. So, um, but life-wise, uh, everything's been okay. I had to go to Bryan College Station on Thursday. We had to lay my uncle to rest. Uh, my uncle Mike uh, Gale, he is uh, he was a great, great man, and uh, he was uh, he loved his family so much. He was uh, actually an agricultural teacher, FFA teacher, and he was. Uh, Really beloved by his students and just, man, I mean, he was such a good guy, dude. And, you know, as I grow um, older I, and realize that this is something that's going to start becoming more normal, um, you know, when you're a kid, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go to funerals and all that stuff, Bolts, and it's like, whatever. But, you know, when you see somebody that you that you consider, like, you're pretty close to, Especially me and my uncle Mike and my aunt Marilyn and stuff. We've really become close in these last few years, and it was a um, it was a sad thing. But it was great to see my family. We were able to bring Dante and Amara down there. We got to see all of our family members, so that's a good thing. Uh, gaming wise, uh, well, let's say drinking wise, I'm drinking the New Belgian's Honey Orange Triple. Um, make sure to check them out. Great brewery. Um, also, I am uh, drinking some. Uh, some of the devil's titty water. <laughs> what? Fireball whiskey with some Dr. Pepper. So, um, but you know, things are just, uh, are the way they are. And it, it is, uh, it's been a little crazy. Uh, Caleb hasn't been able to do a lot of gaming recently, but, um, um, the times that I have been gaming, I've played a little bit more of Elder Scrolls Blades, which is now available um, for all early access. Uh, it wasn't just invite only. Um, you can go to the Google Play Store, iTunes, and download Elder Scrolls Blades. I suggest my boy Bolts over here at least download it and try it. Just give it a shot. No, I'll play it until 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 six comes out, and then I won't touch it again. No, that's fine. I don't know if they're. I think it's just a filler, bro. I really do. I think it's like, but then why? Uh, because I'm not just because why it, bring out legends? Why huh? bring out legends? Legends, the card game. Yes, because it's a completely different. Style. Doesn't matter, bolts. Yes, it, I was trying I'm, to say something. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited. Look, bro. No, I've been you playing. Can be it. Just look, listen, you can just be excited. You can be excited. You can absolutely playing. be excited. Yay! I'm so I happy have been that playing you're... it, and it is fun. I, it is I, very fun. That's awesome. So, but listen, I, this is a central. <laughs> listen, bro, this is a centralized style of gamer that's going to want to play this. If you're an Elder Scrolls fan and you like simulation style games of being able to build your town and all this other stuff, if that's something that you liked even in Skyrim, you have that ability to do that here. You can update all your buildings. You can do this. And yes, there's microtransactions, okay? There's fucking microtransactions. The people out there that are constantly trying to shit on on fucking Bethesda for a, 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 a microtransaction system, get the fuck over it, bro. Like, you don't have to pay for it. It is what it is. I, I'm y'all know that I'm very I'm not protective of Bethesda in that aspect. I do have a good relationship with Bethesda, but it still comes down to the fact of 
There is a core game there that you can play that you, it does not require microtransactions. If you want to pay to win, you can. And guess what? There is a million other fucking games out there that are on the mobile market that you can pay to win as well that are very popular games. So don't just try to make it seem that Bethesda is the only fucking one that does it. So it's so irritating. Um, anyways, but I've been playing, um, playing Blades. Also got the handsome collection um we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the podcast but i've been playing through some of that um was gonna play through firestorm earlier and uh it uh it had a big update so i just waited but then i did play through some skyrim as well today i'm just going back through there just having some fun in elder scrolls so um really loving what i've been playing uh what i've been drinking and how life has been going. So let's go ahead and move down into video games coming soon. We're going to talk about a couple of these in a little bit more of an in-depth um, perspective. So Bolts, coming up on April 9th, Dangerous Driving. Uh, coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Dangerous Driving Don't is... Don't give a shit. Oh, whatever, bro. No, seriously, look, look. I no, know. no, 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 let me finish. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Let me finish. Piece of shit. Okay, so it's coming out from Three Fields Entertainment, which is the company, the the company that was formed by former um, Burnout Paradise and or well Burnout series devs. Um, I'm very excited for this game. I am super super excited. Me and Dara are big fans of the Burnout series, and it just looks fucking spectacular. And I was super shocked. To find out that it was coming out April 9th. I just, I don't even know what to say. It's going to be so good because I'm so sick and tired of simulation dry, like racing games. I want old school arcade style racers and this just looks unbelievable. Now, Bolt, Yo. you cannot shut the fuck up now and you can say what you were going to say. Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. Um, You know, the, the, the Burnout series is, is a... And an amazing series that you know stretched across the PS2 to the PlayStation 3 and whatnot, um, and and of course the Xbox 360 and all yeah. that jazz. But um um no no I'm 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 excited that uh, they're bringing out something like this again, um, just where so you can go out and just do some shit, man. Now let me ask why I mean what's why why do you think that the industry kind of got away from arcade? Do you uh, think it was because there was too many of them? I, I'm not necessarily too many of them, but you're getting to the point. Where the simulations, the simulating simulation racing games, are just so visually spectacular. You know, you you look at Forza. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks like real life. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, th- th- this is this is a generic genre. You go around, you race, and you wreck shit. Yeah. You know, there's really not much to but, it. I mean, outside of like it's going very fast, it's kind of hard to see every detail. Exactly. But so far, you know, the racing in general looks very pretty right right yeah. but you know but the, the the main basis of that is the race and wreck you right. know yeah. so um which i love <clears throat> which you love yes mm-hmm. excuse me but most 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 people who play racing games play like forza they, they, they're not they, like the biggest fans of arcade racing. exactly exactly they're they're driving cars and racing cars because they like the thrill of of, of the real stuff even drift you know drift drift is an amazing is, is, ridiculous game. is a ridiculous rally game, but there's people that you know they set up fucking steering wheels, seats and shit. They get yeah. into that shit, you know. Yeah. This is just like, bleh. 
you know, yeah. to, to them. Yeah. And most of the racing community likes are more of the simulation than it, than they are the arcade style. Well, I understand so. that, bro. Um, well, you know, next up, uh, coming out April 16th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, World War Z. This is a game that last year at E3, I, f- I feel horrible now, but last year at E3, I didn't even, I didn't set up an appointment. I was like, oh, well, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, movie, video game, whatever, or based off of a book series. I'm just going to get on my normal path. But as you can see, Bolts, the game looks fantastic. I mean, it really does. And it's hard for me not to be excited for it because I have been wanting a game that's going to fill the void of Left 4 Dead, which we do know that Total Rock is working on Back for Blood, which is supposed to be a spiritual successor to the series. But seeing some of these zombie hordes that are in this game and the fact that every choice that you make as you go through these levels um, will determine on how the AI um, system actually reacts to you. So like if you go in and you have less weapons and less ammo and you're more silent, then you're not going to see like a ton of zombies as you would in a quote unquote real life scenario zombie game. If you're going through or zombie, you know, life, whatever you're going through and you're trying to, you know, be as quiet as possible. But if you're like me and you're somebody that is like a run and gun style dude, um, it, it, it's going to be hard for me to not do that because hard for you to survive. It's going to be very hard for me to survive (laughs) because I'm a big run and gun guy, but the way that these zombies build their walls and their ladders and all this other stuff. Bro, it's so much like Left 4 Dead. Did you just see that? Was yeah. that that was like a hunter class? Yeah. Um so <laughs> it is crazy. I'm sorry. I know that we're on an audio <laughs> podcast. Everybody's like, "What did you see what?" Um but there was a, you know, in the latest gameplay trailer that they showed off, there was a uh, a zombie class that really reminded us of the hunter, which uh, was a a class that kind of like, you know, creeped around was able to jump far distances and uh, attack somebody but the game just looks so fucking good bro it looks so good and we'll talk a little bit more about it in just a bit i know bolts is what what, what what i like about it is it's coming out 10 days before days gone so it gives the xbox community a, a horde uh, zombie game to yeah, play true very much i'm glad you said it like that bolts and you said it in a nice way I'm I, I'm I'm drinking high class liquor here, so I gotta be high class, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Great then we have Mortal Kombat 11 coming out for the Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, April 23rd. I played the online beta. I loved it. Um, you know they have announced a good chunk of characters. They did announce uh, today that um, that there's more characters coming. There's also a collector character, uh, which is a new character to the series. He's got four arms. And he, you know, he works. Oh, oh, the son of Goro. Uh -uh. I was kidding. Oh, my God. Bro, I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Am I an idiot? I didn't see that on there. What? He Uh, he knows something that I don't? Fuck this shit. What is going on? Um, But yeah, man, uh, the collector's coming and uh, he's a new character to the series. Um, Looks pretty awesome. But I'm, I'm excited for that as well. Um, then we got Days Gone, which comes out April 26th for PS4. 
I know Bolt has got nothing but bad things to say, so we're not going to talk to Bolt. I don't have no I, no look I, look. Let me tell you something. Days Gone is going to be a it's going to be a great game. It it will be in its in its own. It's going to be open world zombie survival. I mean, it's got bears. You know, I mean, come on, <laughs> bears look great. Bears, you know. But where's TJ when you need? Him? I know, right? Is that a bear? Oh my god. No, but um, it's just no. It's gonna be it's gonna be great in its own mind, right? My, yeah. I, I have no qualms. It's gonna be a great game. I just don't want to play as Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on from that, um, Rage Two comes out May fourteenth. Is, is that, that going to be a good PC. one? Uh, you know, I would think so. I don't know. What do you think? Dude, I'm watching this little <laughs> clip right here. I'm so excited yeah, for it, It's going to be awesome, man. And they're also, they've announced recently that there's announcers that are coming to the game. Mm. Um, oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? NBA Jam? Yeah, oh my the dude gosh, from NBA Jam is going to be there. And also Danny Dyer, who is, I guess, a popular um, yes. a popular person from the UK. Yes. Don't know who he is, but his, his, uh, his fucking... Uh, video of his yeah. announcing a shit. Yeah, and I, I think the dude from NBA Jam is like it's like Tim Curlwitz or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, his his voice is going to be in it. That's going to be so awesome. Oh, it's heating up. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Wait. But I'm guessing from the, the way they're pushing it, there's going to be a multitude of different um, announcers that you can have. That's so going to be cool. So it's going to be really really mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but with that being said, we're going to talk real quick. About some awesome things. Oh which... my god, this again? I'm just playing. I love you guys. <laughs> um, this show is brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. You can check us out on Twitter at Second Opinion Pro. Also check us out on YouTube. Go to youtube.com forward slash Second Opinion Podcast. Check out the videos we're going to have there. We will be uploading more videos until E3, QuakeCon, and other events. Um, and uh, I'm going to try to get some reviews cranked out for you guys soon and get back to, uh, to trying to get a little bit smaller of a schedule of streaming for you guys. Through the Borderlands. We're going to be streaming Borderlands. Yeah, that's right. Because i got to show this boy how to play Borderlands. Yeah, well, I need somebody to play it with. So, um, But uh, also... I'm sorry. I have a it's question okay. about Borderlands. Uh-huh. Who, who did you choose as? Who's your who? Who'd you choose? Uh, bro, I can't even remember his name. Oh my god! Was it the midget El Salvador? Mm-mm. The commando zero nope. the general. Uh, the psycho. The big tall psycho dude. Yeah. What yeah. is his name? Uh oh, gee. If you would have asked me, I could have told you. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, but no, he, he's 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 really really melee powerful man. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, that's who I chose. Um, I was, I was gonna say either you chose him or El Salvador. El Salvador is core. Whenever, you know, you do, you activate his his action skill, you know, Mm -hmm. he pulls out two weapons at a time. It does like quadruple damage. See, I think with, with the one I got, he pulls out that big ass fucking axe. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's fun. It's all right. Whatever, dude. Hate you so much right now. Oh my, he didn't even understand. Yeah, Borderlands what is fans, it, Keurig? huh? Yes, yes, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, the psycho. Um, yeah, uh, Borderlands fans, I am so sorry about the comments that he's making. Oh, uh, whatever. You bro. know, th- this, listen, hey, this game came back, came out like in the mid, like like ten to fifteen years ago. It feels like fifteen. It just feels like that because I've I've played it so much and I've been around for so long. There's so much DLC. There's so when much. Did it come out in 2014. 
Somewhere around there. I don't remember, but it, it went to matter. the fucking event, bro. I know it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so um, but yeah, we'll we'll play it. We'll do some streaming of it and stuff like that. But also, big shout outs I'm to Cinelinks.com for being so amazing uh, and providing us the ability of going to E3 this year, QuakeCon, and some other events. And uh, I'm just super excited to 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 do this work that we're going to be doing this year, and also working with. Our homie over at the Cake Bites podcast, Katie. Um, so definitely make sure to check her out. Um, you can actually follow uh, her podcast on Twitter at Cake Bites. That's K-A-K-E-B-Y-T-E-S. <clears throat> also, we got a couple other content creators that we want to highlight. We got What's Good Games, Rilataku Gamer, Blast Away the Game Review, uh, the Double XP Podcast, Game Fanatics, Mammoth Gamers, and the ARG Cast. Hey, I have a retro question. Gaming podcast. Who, who does? You know, I of course I don't. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts and whatnot. I love all y'all people, but I just don't listen to podcasts that much. Who are all these people? Okay, so Real Otaku Gamer is um, a uh, website uh, run by a friend of mine named Andre. I've known him for a good couple of years. Uh, he does some really great work. Um, also, uh, Blast Away, the game review. Um, <laughs> Blast Away is done by a friend of mine named Dustin who goes to QuakeCon every year. Okay. Um, and, th- and it's it just kind of, it's pretty much like that. It's all people that I've met throughout okay. the industry. So, um, you know, of course, everybody knows what's good games. With- who are they? <laughs> just playing. Big shout out to Miss Steimer, Andrew Renee, and Brittany Brombacher. Uh, the Game Fanatics, 2XP, <clears throat> you know, Mammoth Gamers, ARG Podcast, my boy and ex co host, DCD Robert Workman over there. Um, they do a really great podcast. I'm telling you, bro, please do me a favor, check that podcast out because. They have some really awesome segments on there. They have a couple of different segments to where they talk about the games that they've either found or they talk about, you know, old, old school games that you and me played a lot whenever we were younger. So yeah. definitely got to check them out. Um, they're part of the RetroZapped podcasting network. You can actually go over to RetroZapped.com forward slash ARG cast and be able to check them out. So um, but this show is brought to you by realoutreach.com. Make sure to head on over to realoutreach.com. Help us with our next upcoming event, which uh, we'll be taking some uh, young kids to go co- to go and see Detective Pikachu. Yep, yep. Um, head on over to Pikachu. realoutreach.com to find out the full details of what we do with this charity event. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and move into the first topic at hand. The Division 2, uh, Division 2 player finds an Assassin's Creed Easter egg in the game that is possibly a hint to what is to come in the Assassin's Creed series. Um, <laughs> this was actually, I found this on uh, VG247, so make sure to check them out. Um, a wiki user uh, found this, and he found this poster as well. So it's super crazy. The poster that we're looking at right now, it's for the JFK Center. It says Valhalla, and it shows uh, like a priest-looking guy that is holding something in his hand. But then there's a zoomed-up picture, and it's obviously the Apple of Eden. I mean, it is like it's clear as day. That's the Apple of Eden. Yep. 
So, uh, no, that's what exactly what it is. I mean, there's like no, at first I was like, there's no ands, ifs, or buts yeah. about it. At first I was like, nah, maybe it's something, maybe it's something else. That's the fucking apple of Eden. <laughs> what? Nothing. Look, I was looking at this picture of the apple of Eden, yeah. and I happened to, I happened to, my eyes happened to roll up, and I, and it says 4G right there. Yeah. And I saw the 3G. I was like, is he still on 3G? <laughs> What is going on? Right, it shows 4G, 3G. <laughs> I was like, what? It shows like 2G. I'm like, what is going Transformer? on? Transformer. Yeah, no. But that's freaking awesome. If, if that is even a remotely remotely true, that I am so super excited. I will, I will because trip, bro. There, there, there's two shows that if, if, if you love the, 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 um, the Viking lore and everything about it, you yeah. got to watch Vikings, of course. Um, and there's a there's a show on um, Netflix um, called The Last Kingdom. Um, I watched a couple episodes you, of that, and it, I totally forgot about it, you, bro. That that right there is is another another great Viking lore. It has to do with with Wexen and uh, uh Wexen, Wexen and uh, all kinds of stuff. It, it, Me and it, my boy got a little bit too much alcohol. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Dude, I I put I put a double in this little bitty glass. Did you did, really? I, I didn't even realize it. <laughs> Oh, what is that? The, what, what planet is that? I don't. It doesn't matter. Neptune, Uranus. It could be that too. I make it. I made a chocolate one the other day. A chocolate what? Uranus. You didn't. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, listen, huh? listen, listen. No, no, we're, no, we're no, so, no, 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 no. We're so off. No, we are. Listen, listen. No, there was a, something going through Facebook the other day, and it was like, hey, you can get like a chocolate, like a chocolate outline of your anus. Bro, I was, oh, did you yes, see that shit? Yes, oh how God. you can like get your get a get a molding done of your yes, asshole, yes, and then get it sent to someone as chocolates, <laughs> and you say, "Eat my ass." Oh my god! Oh my god! I was laughing so hard. Was anyways, anyways, to- but the fact of the matter that they put something like this in the game, I, I it's clear as day that that is the apple of Eden that this priest is is carrying. It's so effing crazy to me. I really, 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 really hope that this is going to mean that we are going to see a Viking, a Viking style Assassin's Creed game. I will lose it, bro. I will lose it. That will totally hold me over of, I mean, listen, bro, Feudal Japan, it's Feudal Japan. Of course, everyone wants that. I really got a feeling it's not going to happen, but this will hold me over. You know what I'm saying, Bolts? Oh no! I, hold me over? No, heck no, man! This will be completely satisfactory. Yeah, to me. yeah. If, if 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 they do anything with with the Viking Scandinavian pirate, if you, whatever you want to call them, yeah. If it's something to do with that lore, oh my Jesus! I mean, the 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 time of the Earls and, and you know Ragnarok is 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 probably the most famous Ragnarok. Yeah, huh? No Ragnarok. Anyways, listen <laughs> up, fucker! I'm, <laughs> I am listening, I'm sorry. Oh my God, he kills I love me. You. Um, but there's so much about that because they were so brutal, you know, they're, you know, they were classified as heathens, you know, compared to everything else going around the world because, you know, they, they, they worship pagan gods and stuff like that. But man, they were so, they were so in, in tune with their gods. It was yeah. unreal, you know? So if this is even, like I said, if this is, if this is a small taste of what we could get in the next year or so from Assassin's Creed. Going to the going to the uh, to the Viking lures, my God, cannot wait! It will be crazy, bro. It'll be really, really crazy. So, um, moving on from that, this is something that I want uh, Bolts to kind of 
talk a little bit more on than me because I mean, of course, I'm excited about it, but he is, you know, the resident. Um, what is it? What Borderlands fan. Borderlands three officially releasing September thirteenth. The season pass and game editions have been announced. So the game is coming September 13th. There was a new announcement gameplay trailer that was shown off. And they did announce that uh, in May, I think it was either May 1st or May 13th. I'm pretty sure it was May 1st. I may be wrong. But they're showcasing the first actual full gameplay of the game. Which means... I'm pretty sure we're going to see this game at E3, and I'm super stoked about it. So, if, if if there's remotely possible chance that I can play this, I'm like, I don't give yeah. a shit about nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so what kind of additions are coming with the game? I mean, I know there's a lot in those. Oh editions, hell yeah, but you don't really bro! There's so many. Name you, everything. You, you you got four editions, of course, coming out. You've got your standard, which is your disc, but. Um, but if, if you pre-order it, you get a gold weapon skin, a weapon trinket, and so on and so forth. Uh, you get a deluxe edition, which is eighty bucks. Um, includes the base game as well as the uh, the bonus digital content, retro cosmetic pack, Vault Hunter uh, head and skin, uh, which is one of the coolest things about Borderlands. Um, through the entire through the entire thing, you can completely change up your character yeah. from from what he's wearing to what he looks like. Um, it's a really really cool aspect, especially if you're playing with other people. Um, so that's that that's cool. I've always loved that head and that head and skin. Um excuse me, uh, customization. Yeah, style. customization. Um it, it, it comes with uh, a, a, a neon cosmetic pack, Vault Hunter skin, uh with that Echo Drive skin, uh, device skin, weapon trinket. I mean the it comes the, with a shit ton of stuff. Yeah, it does. The deluxe edition comes with a good amount. Pre order bonus, gold weapon skins, and weapon trinket yeah. as usual. Uh, the deluxe edition, which is a hundred bucks, super uh, deluxe edition, super deluxe. Sorry, yeah. super okay. deluxe. Um, because with everything, um, I just mentioned in the previous two, uh, it also includes uh the season pass, which includes the four campaign DLC packs featuring new stories, missions, and challenges, just like uh Borderlands Two had. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes with the butt stallion weapon skin. I cannot wait to see what the fuck that's about. <laughs> uh, weapon trinket. I guarantee you, it's a stallion butt made of diamonds. I Put money on it. Uh, grenade mod. Uh, so you, so this also says starting September starting September seventeenth, uh, the digital version of Borderlands Three Super Deluxe Edition will update to the full MSRP to one nineteen ninety nine. So if you don't get it for a hundred bucks and you want that, you then you got to pay, pay the one twenty thirty dollars yeah, twenty dollars yeah, more twenty thirty dollars. Now the big head honcho with mucha mucha mucha. This is the one that you pre ordered. This is the one right? I pre ordered and have paid off. Um. There's only uh, here here in here in Podunk Powtown, Powtown. Uh, most people, uh, if you even remotely know where Palestine is, it's where Adrian Peterson's hometown is. Then everybody's usually like, "Oh, okay." So um, <laughs> usually, yeah. So um, that I, guy, I pre-ordered. I paid it off. It's the Diamond Loot Chess Collector's Edition, 250 Whoppers. Um, and this is basically what it is: celebrate the return of the original shooter looter with the Diamond Loot uh, Loot Chest. A swag explosion of collectible, dis, dis, uh, destructible straight from the worlds of Borderlands Three, available at GameStop. Um, we GameStop here in Palestine was only able to have three, three pre-records for that. And what? I was, and I was one of them. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know Zach that used to work at uh at GameStop. Yeah. He went there tried to get it. He couldn't get it. Ah. Uh, he was upset. Uh, this edition um includes the full game season pass and all bonus digital content and pre-order bonus of the super deluxe edition plus a diamond loot chest replica. 
uh, featuring a functional retractable lid. This chest is perfect for storing all your real world shit. Uh, Borderlands 3 character figurines times 10. Um, I, I bet they're going to be like those little, those like three or four inch metal oh, yeah. figurines. That yeah. would be cool as shit. Uh, make room on your shelf for the whole crew, including four new vault hunters. The fantastical Calypso tunes is, which is the new villain in this, um, in Borderlands three and some of your favorite characters from Borderlands universe, approximately three inches tall, uh, a sanctuary, a sanctuary three snap model. So I'm sure it's going to be like just a little, a little, uh, you know what sanctuary ship. is? Do you know what sanctuary is? A ship? Well, kind of sort of it's it's um it's the home in borderlands 2 it's kind of like the headquarters for the crimson raiders and whenever handsome jack attacks it then it, it, it elevates off the ground ah. um, when, when we dive more into the game I'll, yeah, you'll, yeah. you know what i'm talking about okay um uh, construct your own your very own sanctuary 3 model ship um and display it proudly on its um included stand oh, it comes in the damn stand too. yeah dude, yeah yeah no the deluxe this so this is gonna be like the one that you got before to where it actually looks like a loot chest. exactly exactly awesome. um because of the vault keychains times four because you never know when you might stumble across an unopened vault uh <laughs> is, yeah exactly uh cloth galaxy map discover new worlds beyond pandora and typhon Deleon's map of the borderlands character art lithographs times five unique character prints starring the new vault hunters and uh fanatical calypso twins borderlands 3 steel bookcase and a gorgeous metal case for any collector shelf so for 250 you're getting some shit bro that's, that's a, exactly what that means that's a lot of stuff that's bro. a lot of stuff for 250 bucks that's um, a lot I mean, you- now last year's version came with, or last year, um, Borderlands Two Collector's Edition came with a with Butt Stallion, right? Was it Butt Stallion or was there they sold Butt Stallion? You know what? I, I if I could, if honestly I cannot remember. Um, Me either. So we're gonna search this up. Yeah, real yeah. Quick. You guys gotta wait a second. While yeah, we do our yeah thing you'll here. be okay. Um. I'm pretty sure they sold a replica butt stallion. But that's neither here nor there. Yes, they did. Did they? Butt stallion statue. Okay. Yeah. So, um, anyways, it was a limited edition, limited run butt stallion statue. It's currently unavailable. I'm sure that it was available. Bolts would, would buy it. Oh my God! Yes, Bust Stallion is one of the best, yeah. best ongoing chats chats between Handsome Jack and yourself. It's it's so good. Bust Stallion is where it's at. Hey, Bust Stallion! <laughs> so, oh my God! It's so funny. <laughs> oh my God! But uh, anyway, so um, I, I mean, I'm I'm excited for I'm excited for the game. You're excited I, I for to- me. I'm excited. I'm excited for bolts, um, but I'm I'm excited for myself too because, um, oh, well, we'll just have to talk about that a little bit later. I don't want to end up like talking about it too much because I'm really trying to save my thoughts um, for the end of the That's show. Fine. That's fine. But then then I'll just sum it up. So with 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 Borderlands three, these are the additions that you're getting. You could either be just the gamer guy or you could be the fanatic guy. So. Um, there are some gray area that you can you can you can purchase this game, um, but you know you're you're not playing you're not doing Borderlands justice if you don't go balls out at two fifty. I'm just telling you, uh, Mr. Torque would be upset with y'all. Just you letting would, you know, you would be upset with everyone else. Man, Mr. Like Mr. Torque would get on your ass explosions. But yeah, for uh, 
you'll you'll meet Mr. Torque later on in the game. And he, gonna, I, from what I hear, dude, he's he fucking so, crazy. Oh my god. Uh, I can't wait. You have to play this game the whole time. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I, are you talking about the whole way through? Yes. Yeah, bro, I'm going to. I'm going to. I yes, we will. Um, all right, guys. So we're going to take a quick music minute. And when we come back, we're going to talk about World War Z. We're also going to talk about QuakeCon and some stuff to do with Anthem. And then we're going to, at the end of the show, have our little final topic and talk about Borderlands to the fullest extent right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. guys i hope you enjoyed that music minute is brought to you by tech industry and i really appreciate them uh i really appreciate them letting us use their music bolts i know you really like the music as well bro i love dubstep trapped all that all that music remixes and shit like that hey give me some glow sticks and let me get some x i'm on fly bro fucking rage (laughs) (laughs) let me get a little bit of x real quick bro i'm tripping about this picture i saw on facebook earlier it shows you know who you know who Adam Driver is. Yeah. Um, all right. So it shows a picture of Adam Driver. It shows a picture of Con- Keanu Reeves next to each other. Mm-hmm. It says Adam Driver looks like someone tried to draw Keanu Reeves from memory. <laughs> 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 oh my god, bro! I was laughing so hard about that, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about. Um, we're here to talk about World War Z again. Now, I know we talked about this earlier, but there was a new gameplay overview trailer that was released. We're super excited about it. The game is being... <laughs> you almost dropped your phone, I bro. did, bro. <laughs> My heart stopped. <laughs> You're like... Ooh! Uh, the game is being created by Saber Interactive, um, and it is based on Paramount Pictures' uh, intense zombie-filled World War Z film. Um, 
I am super excited about this, dude. I am I am really excited about this game. Now, what's great about this game is that with these episodes or chapters that they're going to have, each episode comes with a new level. Um, and some of the ones that they uh, showed up, showcased so far are New York, Jerusalem, Moscow, and Tokyo. So you're going to have these big-ass cities uh, throughout the globe that are... That are going to be, you know, um, not just in the aspect of, oh, yeah, it's a new area or whatever, but you'll be able to see iconic, you know, um, iconic areas or uh, iconic, you know, um, monuments right. um, to to fight this horde of zombies. Um, now, Bolts, uh, you and me, originally when the game was first announced, we were hesitant about it, but after the gameplay that has been showcased... What are you thinking? Um, we talked about this earlier in the podcast, but I mean, it's looking pretty intense, bro. And I mean, it looks like the the game is going to be actually fairly good. Um, I, I think it is. Um, like, like I said earlier, I think the biggest thing about this um, is it's a it's a mob zombie game coming yeah. out that's going to be at least playable on the Xbox One and the yeah. PC. Um, oh, because you're you're like what you were saying earlier. It gives it gives you know Xbox and PC users a chance to play a game like this while Days Gone is exactly, going to be exclusive. Exactly. I, th- I think that's going to be huge, really, really big. Um, I think it'll. I, I think if it, if it performs well, of course, in the opening days or whatnot, um, and so on and so forth, I think it could really, really sell on those two on those two systems. And I think another thing too that's going to be a big highlight for this game is that. Even though it was sad the way it happened uh, with Overkill's The Walking Dead becoming a failure um, and it being shut down pretty quick um, after release, this game is going to, I think, really pick up the slack from what, um, from where that left off. And I can't help but see those similarities between Left 4 Dead. Right. Um, you know, with, as I said earlier at the, the beginning, is... You know the hunter class that they have on here. There's this, you know, one air, one style of zombie that is so much like the hunter class. And listen, you know, this type of, I guess, you know, imagery or stylized, I guess, I guess you could say copying. I wouldn't say stealing ideas, but um, <laughs> uh, it's flattery, I guess. You know, you can't, you can't not say. Even though this game is based off of World War Z's, you know, the film, and I think there was a book as well, um, you can't say that this doesn't have some type of, some type of, uh, you know, um, draw from Left 4 Dead. You right. You know what I'm saying? Because no, Left 4 Dead was just amazing. In, in, in my opinion, you know, you have your Silent Hills, you have your Resident Evils. We all know what they bring to the table, hands down, as, as far as survival horror, horror and whatnot. Yeah. Um, especially in the in the single in the single player aspect of things, but as far as like just fun nonstop nonstop zombie survival horror action, whether you're in there by yourself or you're with a group of people, Left 4 Dead is 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 at a, yeah. is at the peak. And you know we've down. been wanting a game like this for quite some time, and. Um, you know, although Left 4 Dead was in the first person, uh, this is a third person style shooter and hopefully, um, 
I don't know for sure if we'll be getting a review copy of it. We did. We have requested one. But even if we don't, I think that I will possibly be picking this game up. And, I mean, I would love to have my dude Bolts play this game with me. Um, I don't know if he's going to get it or not. But, what? Um, War, Z? War Z? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see where We'll where try I'm... it. Like, if I get it, we uh, can try yeah, it here, and yeah. then we can go from there. So, um, But this game just looks really fun. And I'm a big big like if if a game even though it doesn't have like the best story or something like that I, if it has a some type of fun factor i will stick with it um so the customization looks really fun um the i mean fun looks really tight and and precise of how they're doing it the overall gunplay um looks amazing and it's hard not to be excited for this game when you see those scenes of not just, you know, like, oh, there's 20 zombies on the screen. No, you see, like, 100 zombies at one time. Right, um, right. And that's something that ha- had excited me for Days Gone, um, but this could definitely could definitely give it a run for its money. Uh, and and as I don't necessarily know if it'll be a run for its money, but I, I just I think it's huge that this third-party game is coming out Around all three time. systems, all, yeah. all, all, you know, ten days before Days Gone. So therefore, the P, the 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 PlayStation fans will get something to play. Um, you know, it'll be something that if they don't like Days Gone or, or if they don't like World War Z, then they can play Days Gone. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the aspect for PC and Microsoft able to play a, a zombie horde game like this is really really good. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. So, um, all right. So our next topic at hand, uh, of course, uh, is. QuakeCon 2019. What's that? <laughs> Bethesda has officially announced QuakeCon 2019 will be the year of doom. Announced today, QuakeCon 2019 will not, well, I said announced today. This was right. Written, uh, this was, <laughs> this was written by me on April 2nd, but announced QuakeCon 2019 will celebrate as always with the largest BYOC in North America. All things Bethesda and more will be at the event, but this year will be a bit different. Since it will mainly focus on 25 years of demon slaying goodness, that is Doom. The event registration will open April 11th uh, at 10 Eastern. They didn't specify if it was going to be a.m. or p.m., so make sure to plan ahead if you want the BYOC UAC VIP badges or QDQ badges and more. We are super excited for this year's event, and I hope you guys are as well. Man, what are you talking about? It's twenty five years of the of, of the first of the SPF that started everything. Yes, it, it truly did. It was it was the it was the groundwork for every gun game that you play to this yeah. stand. Whether it's the greatness of whatever you think is the greatest to the shittiest of what do you think is the shittiest, yeah. it is the it is the forefront. I'm very very excited, as I said, um, for the fact that it says it says. Uh, On the main page of QuakeCon.org, it says, What is QuakeCon Year of Doom? Uh, How do you take the largest party, largest land party in North America and make it even bigger with a shotgun blast of Doom? To commemorate Doom's 25th anniversary, our four-day event will include an all-new Doom-inspired activities, events, exclusives, developer panels, hands-on demos, and new information about Doom Eternal. And a few surprises we aren't quite ready to talk about. So that right there, me being a Doom fan, a Bethesda fan, a QuakeCon 
media fan. <laughs> I am super fucking excited for this, man. I mean, we've been going to QuakeCon since 2011, and it is by far one of the best events that I go to. Listen, I was blessed and graced with the ability of going to E3 last year. It was unbelievable. Not just the fact of being able to see my friends, but hitting that marker of going to an event that I've always talked about going to is always awesome. But QuakeCon is QuakeCon. And Boltz has been to QuakeCon before. He went with me last year. And just the fact of being right about Fallout 76 makes me <laughs> happy. <laughs> God, bro, I hate you so much. Listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. And you I know had... what? Hey, listen. I, I've said it since oh the beginning. God, so Bethesda, Bethesda knows they screwed up. And even Todd Howard had came out the other day and said, listen, it launched and it's been super rocky. It's, it's not been what we thought it was going to be. So at least they're acknowledging it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my biggest thing. I do not like it when devs come out and... They're constantly pushing like this game's amazing. This game's amazing, but they they know that they they've screwed up to an extent and they are trying to fix it. But bolts, you yes. went to QuakeCon last year. Yes, what did. did you think about the event? Um, the overall experience was really um, it, it was good. Um, especially that was since that was truly the first first media thing that I've been to. Um, you know, I got to I got to sit in um, and uh, video record a lot of the interviews that you that you did with the deve- the, the the devs, the devs and whatnot. Um, but quite, but you know, QuakeCon is you, you have to realize QuakeCon, it, you know, it's software Bethesda, all them all them cats out there. Yeah, they they're 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 super super great companies. Um, they they have they have set a, a, a you know. A, a standard as far as as video games and 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 what they produce bethesda with with elder scrolls uh, you know e- even the reboot of doom doom 2016 yep. um that is probably if not the best reboot reboot of any game that you'll ever play in your life um and it and from what we can see from doom eternal it actually looks amazing yeah <laughs> um amazing. but but quake on itself quake if if you don't know what quake is you are a world <laughs> away from the gaming universe. Um, Quake is 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 hands down what basically the first you know multiplayer competitive first person shooter. Yeah, it was one of the first esports style exactly, shooters exactly. out there. You know, um, and this is actually one of the um, is I particularly you can dilute it as much as you want. I think it's more, it's one of the first esport events ever created. It, it absolutely was. It, it, even even whenever Quake was still going, um, um, Unreal was it was was in the hip pocket as well. Yeah. But both of them yeah. were coming up together. But but Quake itself is just is is a revolutionary as far as um, competing online together against people. It's so fast paced. It's so boom 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 boom. Um. So, but QuakeCon was was what was a really, really, really great experience. So, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Um. You know, one thing that Bolts just seemed to really, really like was the custom PCs that were at the event. Um. I remember I, you know, I was going to do something. And he was like, you know, I'm going to walk around, take some pictures, and film some stuff. And I said, okay, cool. And whenever we met back up, he was like, bro have you seen half the PCs that are around here? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, if I can get my hands on one of those PCs or have something like that as a setup. I'd amazing. never play a console again. Yeah. 
I wouldn't. I mean, they, the 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 way that they do these PCs at this event is just unbelievable. I'm sure some people have heard of QuakeCon. I'm sure you've heard of DreamHack, whatever else. These are like full-on custom PCs to the extent of the word custom. So um, I'm so excited. If you do live in the Texas area or you're just a Bethesda fan, make sure to head on over to QuakeCon.org. Look at the information about the event. Um, it is going to be going on July 25th through the 28th. So if you are a fan of Bethesda, head on down to QuakeCon this year. It is free for general admission. So if you want to come to the event, then come on, baby. Let's do this. Let's rip and tear, especially since we're uh, commemorating 25 years. In the famous words of Bolts, let's fucking rage. Let's wreck it. Uh, that was horrible. I don't know what I was doing. Anyway, so um, we're about to talk about something bad. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not. Yes, we are. We're going to talk about something exciting. How is this exciting? Because I love when we t- shit talk about it, Anthony. Uh, Such a great day of my book. Okay, so, um, well, first off, it's been reported that uh, one reason why Anthem was in the issues that it was, and this is sourced from... This is sourced from uh, Kutaku and PlayStation Lifestyle. Um, it has been said that it has been said that Anthem, uh, the production of Anthem, did not begin until the final eighteen months before its release. Um, it's a story of a video game that has been developed uh, for nearly seven years, but didn't even enter production until the final 18 months. Um, thanks to a big narrative reboot, major design overhauls, and a leadership team said to be unable to provide a consistent vision and unwilling to listen to feedback. Now, this was quoted um, on this article. Of, I, I, I have to full, fully pull up. Everything. This was done by Jason Striver um, of Kotaku News, which I will say, say what you will about Jason Striver. I've heard some people say bad things about him. He is always the type of person that is trying to get the most transparency uh, out there for the in, uh, for the industry. So I commend him for doing this. He does his investigations to the T, um, and he did name some report uh, some devs directly in his report um but with that said i still think it's something that possibly should have been done um it is a it's a very uh, man it's a very strange thing with that article that we were just talking about, um, we're going to move into this other one that is connected to it as well. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, okay. I was reading something. It said, supposedly countless staff members suffer from mental breakdowns and burnout after production of 2014's Dragon Age Inquisition, which was a shit game. Anyways, during the final stages of well, that. some people that uh, really like yeah. Inquisition. Though, but I don't think you you got to agree. I don't think it's anything close to what Anthem was. No, no. It said during the final stages of the game's production, this was an unhealthy the amount of crunch leading to overworking exhaustion and an overall an overall unhealthy mental state and i think the reason why they're saying that is comparing it to the rock star situation to where people were pretty much being forced from what the report is saying um, and what we have been told people were being forced to work up to 100 to two, like 100 something hour weeks uh, 
you know, there was a shit ton of work that was needing to be done at a, in a very short amount of time. So you're right. And it's, uh, I mean, I, it's upsetting it, to, to an, to an extent it's upsetting, but, but I, you're, 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 I know what you're going to say, bro. What I, you're coming from an industry that we work in and the area that we're in, we're used to getting to the point of working this style of work of just like, constantly going constantly working our families and everything were you know people that we know in this area people that we've known throughout our entire life have always worked these type of to to an extent yes but okay the gaming industry other than the consumers which is us is nothing but a deadline day after day okay when you when you when you get into the gaming industry as far as developers, game testers, or whatever, everything that you do is deadline based mm-hmm. because the product has to be out for the consumers. Mm-hmm. So, are you? Te- yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're my, fine. My, my no, six. you're fine. You're fine. So, as far as these people being forced to work 100 hours a week or whatnot, mm-hmm. well, see, listen, I know what you're. I know what you're getting at. There is there's some devs that have come out um, that have said. This is just how the industry is. When we have to meet our deadline, we have to meet our deadline. But in this situation, I think that if this report is correct and that production didn't even go, didn't even begin until 18 months before the game was released, then that wasn't, I don't think that was on the devs or, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? I think that was cut down to very poor management it, it, and, and that may be the case it, but but to, to, to me when you work in a deadline based industry you you you, you should be ex- as you should you're saying you should you should be ready for it. you should be ready for it because it's gonna happen yeah because you could come to the you could come to the office that morning at fucking seven o'clock in the morning six o'clock in the morning and homeboy CEO of whatever is gonna come down and said hey We've got to do this, this, and this by this time tomorrow. And guess what you're going to do? You're going to sit there and you're going to get the shit done because it's your, it's 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 it's, it's, it's why you're there. Yeah, it's why you're there. It's it's just like me. I, when I go into work in the morning at UPS at three, I have to move anywhere. I have to move a certain amount of packages in a certain amount of time, and it has to be done no matter what. Yeah. And there, and and that's just that. That's life. That's the job. That's what. That's what I signed up for. This is what you signed up for. Uh-huh. So, it w- I I could understand. I I, yeah, I I I understand the 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 the. Well, this is my thing. Let's just say, secret little fucking you know explanation. Let's say you go in, and I know that you're you're already used to going into a fucked up day. Okay, so let's say you go into your job, and they say. Um, you know, on your system, it says that you have to, what, how many packages you, would you say y'all move a day? A day. Okay. Now you guys have to understand we, we, we are the smallest center in the red river, red river district, which stretches from the, uh, the top, the, the North, North Texas, the red river all the way down. We're pretty much the low, the, the, the furthest in our district. And we're probably one of the smallest centers in actually the United States. Uh-huh. Okay. But with that said, we average about almost 200 miles per truck, which is one of the biggest density areas you'll, you know, rural areas 
you'll meet anywhere unless uh-huh. you go to fucking Wyoming or Idaho where there's like 12 people. Okay. Yes. So as far as what we do, we I, I run anywhere from 20 to 25 trucks and I move anywhere from 35 to 4,000 packages in three and a half hours. That's just on the preload. But that has to be met no matter what. In those three and a half hours, regardless if I have 3,000 packages or if I have 6,600 packages coming, they have to be moved in three and a half hours, regardless of the fucking situation. So there's that. How many packages? Anywhere from, well, without peak season. On average. Without peak season, it's anywhere from 35 to 4,000. Okay. During- so let's say this. Mm-hmm. Let's say you know that like tomorrow mm-hmm. you were to go into work. And you had a total of, you go in, you look, and it's like, oh, you got a total of 3,000 packages to 4,000 packages that you got to move that day. Mm -hmm. Well, then corporate comes down and says, hey, our Tyler branch is shut down. Mm -hmm. Um, Something happened with this and this. We're having to move all these packages over to your employees. Um, Added with what you have, now you have 25,000 packages that have to be moved out within the next 24 to 48 hours. You do exactly what at that. I know, but no, like I, what, what listen, I'm saying what, is, I'm finished to tell you. At that point, mm-hmm. whatever packages come from Tyler to the to the Palestine building, we will move exactly what we can move within that time frame. Yes, but as a, as an employee, mm-hmm. as a worker, you would say that's bullshit. You know, like if it was some technical bullshit problem that obviously had something to do with management. Absolutely. You know, you'd be like, that's I, fucking bullshit that and, this is and, having but, to cut exactly, down to this exactly. point. And, and since I'm the dispatch manager, I would have to find a place to put all these packages. Yeah, exactly. So I would sit there and go, well, fuck. Yeah. But I've got you to would do, do it. it. But see, my thing is, I don't know the full situation of the people that had these nervous breakdowns. Right. People that whatever. And I know you're sympathetic in that aspect of just being like, yeah, we don't know their situation. But we're, we're just living in a different world than what they're living in. So my thing is this. What this cuts down to, or what I'm, our main topic at hand, is how Bioware did admit that uh, that there are problems in their studio. There was a there was a report being done by Kotaku's Jim Striver that said that multiple sources said that the studio was going through the same hardships that Rockstar had gone through with Red Dead. Um, and uh, this was an internal email that was sent out um, from the CEO. He did say. I wanted to get a note out to you to share my thoughts on the Kotaku article and the online discussion it has raised. The article mentions many of the problems in the development of Anthem and some of the previous projects, and it draws a link between those issues and the quality of our workplace and well-being of our staff. These problems are real, and it's our top priority to continue working to solve them. What we found uh, what we found out of bounds was naming specific developers as targets for public criticism. It's unfair and extremely traumatizing to single out people in this way, and we can't accept that treatment towards any of our staff. That's why we did not participate in the article and made the statement to uh, to that effect. When I was original. When I was offered the opportunity to return to Bioware as the GM, I came, I said CEO earlier, I apologize, he was the GM. I came into the role knowing the studio was experiencing significant challenges with team health, creativity, uh, or creative vision, and organizational focus. I was and continue to be excited to help drive improvement in those areas because I love the studio and above all, I want to create a place where all of you are happy and successful 
He also went on to say, I'm not going to tell you I've done a good job at that. And on a day like today, I certainly feel like I haven't. But some of the steps we've taken towards this include a more focused studio mission and values so that we have a clarity on what we are here to do and how we define a high standard for our studio's, studio's culture. We approve our studio um, structure around the matrix so around a matrix so that we so um, I, I apologize so that department directors can fo fully focus on individual career support and well-being we are we are defining better role clarity so that people can succeed better against clear expectations and we are putting in place production changes that will provide for clear productive vision as well as significant post-production periods for the further relief pressure and anxiety on teams during development um, lastly he says but i know there's much more to do and we will talk in more detail about other actions we have been planning in response to the internal feedback and post-mortem at the next week's all hands which i guess is an internal meeting they have um, at the studio right as well as please continue to provide feedback and further steps we can take to make bioware the best possible place to work i am committed to getting us to a place where we are delivering the highest expectations for bioware gamers through a work environment that all uh, that's among a very best in the world with your help we will get there. Please let me know if you'd like to talk more in person, and I will be happy to set up time to hear your thoughts. Casey. So, with that being said, Bolt, um, the fact that the GM himself, Casey Hudson, did come out and admit he knows there's some significant problems at the studio. As a Bioware fan, do you feel, after the statements that he has made, that there is a possibility that Bioware will redeem themselves and fix the situation that they're in now? I mean, I mean, yeah. The, the, the easiest way to, to fix the situation is to give everybody less hours. I mean, I mean, and, that, and that's the ideal, you know. And like You're I said... saying in the aspect of like... Don't demand so much. Well, not, not, from, not, not even that. You can demand as much as you want from them. Yeah. But you've got to be responsible about what you demand. You know. Yeah. Um, and 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 that and that's going to start from the top of exactly exactly of when you start production on something. Exactly when you want that game to come out. Because if you start production on it, Anthem, eighteen months before it's released, what the fuck you think is going to happen? You're just gonna you're gonna be balls out trying to rush to put the shit out. Yeah. So that's where your hundred hours comes into. You know they, um, I, I don't eighteen months, a year and a half. Come on, people. Yeah. You know, and, and this this was supposed to be the savior of Bioware in eighteen months is what you put into it. So it it, it all now mind you that was just from a report. But exactly. I do agree with you. You know, it cuts you. Even if it's remotely close to two years, that's and, only and, two years. And now I did see this as a report as well. I don't know for sure if it was true or not, but what we saw at E3 last year, I don't feel that it fully represented what we eventually got on launch day. Um, there was a report that stated that supposedly the demo that was played or that was shown off at the EA Play event this previous year was not the actual game was a fake demo now 
I don't know if that's real because, I mean, we did see the devs playing it and everything like that. But with that being said, we've also seen demos like Watch Dogs at E3 that was just unbelievable. And then afterwards, you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) So, um, which Watch Dogs 2 redeemed itself is a good game. But with that said, um, I do agree with Bolts, and I think that the studio does have some work that they need to do, but I think that they can pull out. And I will say the same exact thing about Bethesda. Don't say it. That's what that's what she said. Oh shit. Whatever. You know me so well, bro. <laughs> um we're gonna have to be like what's good games. I'm telling you. Brittany Braunbacher, every time there's something inappropriate said she pulls up a pillow and says that's what, what she, she said. said. Um so my thing is this, you know, Bethesda is in the same situation with Fallout 76. Um, and I think both of these companies are fantastic companies. But um, Bolt, with with you to add into this and we can move uh-huh. on from this. Um, I think they're, I think Bioware is a fantastic company. I think they've done uh, amazing games in the past. Um, but, you know... As what you said earlier, you did say that you feel that they can redeem themselves by not demanding so much. Um, my thing is this. Would you want them... You know, it's also being reported that Dragon Age was not supposed to be announced at the Game Awards this past year. They supposedly went behind EA's back and just announced it anyways. So would you want them just to focus? Would you rather them just focus on Mass Effect and try to get back to their <laughs> well, roots? Fuck yeah. I know no, that, but like, you listen, know what I'm saying. Okay. Um, as far as them announcing it behind EA's back, they had to do something as a company to spark interest once again because Anthem was such a flop. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, to most people, was a, such a fucking flop. Um, the Dragon Age in- Inquisition was, was definitely mixed reviews. So the past three games that Bioware has had their hands in have been anything from decent to shit. And that's and that, and that's bluntly putting it. Now, um Bioware. Bioware is 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 if not other than the Ubisoft is is my top is is my top game game company because yes, they did make Mass Effect. You know, they 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 paired up with Microsoft and made Mass Effect 1. Uh, Microsoft sold their their parts to the uh, to the EA and EA and Bioware probably made if not one of the top five games of all time, which was Mass Effect Two DLC included and everything. And then Mass Effect Three, which which I absolutely love. P- most people cringe when they play it. I don't know why. Um, I really don't. Uh, there were so there were so the, Mass Effect Three was 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 the biggest emotional roller coaster that I've ever had in my life. Um, you put those three together, those those three games together. And you, 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 Bioware, you have you have etched your name in gaming history, yeah. hands down, hands down. You you ultimately produced a game that made you think about decisions because it was going to affect games that haven't even been made yet. What what your decision in Mass Effect One was, it's going to affect what happens in Mass Effect Three, and they hadn't even started producing that shit yet. That's what Bioware brought to the table and that's what they produced and it was so fucking good you know so it, go, go, going back to if if bioware just focused on one game um i think it would have to get to that point because as we can tell they can't 
multitask it feels like you know you have one company over here doing this you have one you have one one once uh uh sell of bioware doing this one sell of bioware doing that and and for some reason it's not cohesive and they can't do it um mass faith andromeda was a letdown here comes anthem which is not is for the most part has been nothing but a letdown um there's a lot of people that fucking play the shit out of it you know <laughs> yay for you but as far as a bioware fan this is not what i expected this is not what i think should be out there you know mass effect the original trilogy put so much into my brain cavity of what i expect from an rpg style type game whether it's single player or multiplayer even though multiplayer mass effect 2 and mass effect 3 excuse me not mass effect 2 but mass effect 3 it's not bad it's you yeah. know i i wish they would have took more focus to the single player campaign but the multiplayer is not bad the multiplayer mass effect andromeda is not bad it's just it's not bad at all um, but they took time and effort and money away from the single part of the campaigns and it just, it showed. Um, and then, and then, and then they produced this big, this big online multiplayer, which is Anthem. And as of right now, I can tell, you know, Bioware, when you dip your hands into the online multiplayer aspect of games, you produce something that's not great. So maybe you need to step away from the online, not necessarily focus on one title, but step away from the online aspect of something that you really haven't ever done and something that has been produced that you've been producing has not produced so maybe you need to take a look at that and focus on going back to the single player and then slowly branching out and so on and so forth now pairing up with ea was probably one of the best things you could have done as far as money wise goes see and i agree with that and there's a lot of people that say that it, it was not a good decision that they that they did this because you know oh eventually he's going to shut them down but I don't think so. No, no, because because Bioware is the brain power of the RPG that EA has their fingers in. You know, if you want to talk about EA, let's talk about EA. What has EA produced over the past decade? Exactly. Exactly. Hello. You're exactly. What? FIFA? Good. FIFA Madden? is Madden? Okay, great. You can't even make a basketball game anymore. <laughs> Okay, you can't make a college football game anymore. You can't even put your hands into the baseball world because MLB The Show just kicked your ass anyways. Yeah. So EA, <laughs> EA is there for the money. You know, it, it, that, that's all Bioware needs EA for is that money to help produce what they did. So, I mean, and, and say what you want to say about EA. Mass Effect 2, like I told you, is probably one of the top five games you'll ever play in your life. Yeah. It's, hands down. And guess who helped build that? Bioware and EA together. Yeah. So, you know, say, 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 anybody say what the fuck you want to say about EA. They were brought in because of the money, and that's it. I love you, bro. So, um, going back to, to, to Bioware and all the problems they're having with Anthem and 100 million people working 100 million hours and doing this, and, and you know, all these hours equals shit, basically. You know, it's, it's like the old Slipknot song <laughs> people equal shit. That's exactly what you're doing. You're putting out crap and you're getting. You're getting bad results from all the hours apparently you're working. And so maybe Bioware step back away from the multiplayer aspect of everything. <laughs> like maybe not do that. <laughs> uh maybe um you know slim it down to about maybe 50 to 60 hours a week. Um and you know what? Don't wait until you want to be like a year and a half away and put out one of the most, you know, whatever game is supposed to save your 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 company. 18 months, it, whether that's a rumor or not, that's ridiculous. 
18 months. You have 18 months to produce the game saving, the, the savior. And we needed you to do it ASAP. That's just dumb. Yeah. That, that, that is dumb. You, you have games that, that, that go two, three, four, five years in advance. I mean, in, in development, you know. Um, I mean, look, look how long it took Red Dead 2 to come out. Now, whether I, I don't know when they started production on it or whatnot. Okay. But, I mean, come on, people. I mean, the, the original Red Dead was on the PS3 and the, and, and the 360. And this yep. one came out on, on the PS4 and the Xbox One. I mean, there's a good, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, little, how many years between those two games? It, absolutely. You know, yes, Rockstar put out GTA 6, but, but Rockstar has two games. GTA 6, I mean, GTA and Red Dead. And they're fucking great. Yeah. And, and those two games keep that company rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling and that I mean, just you know maybe take you know, a few notes from you know one, one of the best one of the best in the business you know yeah. you don't have to have 900 million and a half games out there to make your company great I agree so. my boy bolts dude I love it whenever you go off like that um, <laughs> so lastly we're gonna talk about Borderlands uh, 2 and wait a second i didn't even really comment i guess i did comment i agree with you bolts that um i agree with you i think they definitely need to kind of step back and look at their situation and think where do we go from here um and like what bolts said i think that they definitely need to say let's stop doing online games um let's maybe feature an online aspect and that's what you were getting at right like possibly feature a very small online like I, I wouldn't even go I, w- I wouldn't even I know but it. you know nowadays like they're they're gonna have to feature some type of online play maybe say hey you can play the game online with co-op you know what I'm saying but it Man, doesn't require I know but like it doesn't require online it, 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 even at that point, that still puts me. I I, I, I don't. I it don't puts think you it, off. It, I don't think because it, of that. I don't think it does. Mass Effect Two, like I said, I will continue to go back to that game over and over and over. Mass Effect Two, top five game in gaming in the in the gaming history. No online multiplayer. It is strictly yeah. one player. Yeah. Tons of DLC. Great characters. Characters you love and hate. People that you cry when they die. That's what that fucking game brought. And then you fucked it. You fucked Mass Effect Three when you brought online multiplayer because that's what you think everybody wanted. That's not what everybody wanted. Some people might have, yeah, woo, yeah. Mass Effect Universe, all this shit out here, and then we can just throw some shit out there and play against other people. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Look, Elder Scrolls for the longest time has been no, is nothing but a one player game. Bethesda one player game, Elder Scrolls, and what does it do? Yes, it has EOS out there, but EOS is not where this game started. It's ESO, just, ESO. Sorry, whatever. I don't give a shit. Listen, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's it, you're fucking El- Elder Scrolls Online is a it is a leaf is a branch off this big fucking given tree of life that is Elder Scrolls. Yep. Okay. It had to build a reputation. It had to build. A, it had a foundation of years and years of greatness. Yeah. Okay. Bioware. You had you had three games. You had two games, two and a half games of greatness, and then you wanted to branch off into the into the online world that you've never touched, ever. 
You're like, why? You know, and, and don't, and, and hey, you know, Bauer, you know, they had their hands in, um, and, and Knights of the Old Republic. Don't, I'm not, I'm not denying that. That is by far one of the best RPG games of all time, hands down. But that's one. And then you had Mass Effect, which you paired up with Microsoft. You had Mass Effect 2, which is the, the, the peak of what you are great at. And then you shit on it with all the multiplayer that you added into these games. You took so much of the greatness and you just, and you shit on everybody. And, and that's the truth. And, and it, it's, it, it bothers me because it, you can't. I, under, you talk, I understand yeah. why. I know. I understand, bro. I understand why it bothers you. Um, but I understand why it bothers you, but my thing is still going to cut back to what I said before. It, it's going to, even though it's going to upset you, it's going to have to have some type of online capability. There's going to, like, that's just the way the cookie crumbles now, bro. That's what people want to see. They want some style of online gameplay that they can play with their friends or something like that. That's where I get at with the whole, um, you know, possibilities of just like maybe even just announcing, oh, well, you can play the game with online co-op. The Bioware will fail as a company year in and year out. No fans are bust because that, just they, because, because they, they're, they're not built for it. They can't, they, they have proven that it, it, it doesn't save their games. It doesn't do anything. Yes, good it for, doesn't save their it games. It doesn't do anything for their company. But listen, you're talking about, you're, you're talking about a, you're talking about Bioware as of making Andromeda, uh, Andromeda, making Anthem. You're talking about Bioware making Anthem and saying, hey, here's our online game. You can only play it online. I'm talking about the, the, the conception of a game that features an online co-op style game, but it does not require an online aspect. Like you don't have to have it constantly connected to an online server. To, 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 to an extent, I can absolutely agree with that. But I will go to back to the original Mass Effect trilogy. Nothing about that that stuff was online co-player, co-op playability, and it was fucking great. I agree. It was great. I loved I loved everything about Mass Effect. Okay, I loved everything about Mass Effect Two. It was one of the best, one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. No, no fans or buts. Hands down, one of the best games. But as I said, I just think that we're in a we're in a we're in a gaming industry now that requires that style of gameplay. Do you know what I'm saying? I absolutely understand what you're saying. I know you disagree with me. I, I but and 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 it was, the, the, this right here, we, we will battle to the to to the bloodshed about this because I'll, I'll go back to Bethesda, Elder Scrolls, Skyrim. Yes, uh, 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 yes. Listen, ESO when it first launched was not good, and they all know that, but. First off, launch day five years ago had amazing had amazing numbers, really really good numbers. Um, with that said, now the game is a huge success and they're doing really good. They're still getting a ton of rewards um, from the game, um, but I understand what you're getting at with the perspective of saying that the company needs to stop focusing on an online aspect of the game. I totally agree, bro. I don't want them to focus on that. I don't want them to, to focus on something that is possibly going to make the game fail. Um, so 
What? <laughs> Look, I had this image in my head while you're talking. I just get up and start chunking shit. No, fuck that uh, shit. In your I, fucking I, opinion. <laughs> fuck your opinion, bitch. So, I, I agree with you, bro. I, I, I totally understand. So, um, with that being said, we're going to move into our final topic of the night. And we're going to be talking about Borderlands 3. Or Borderlands 2. I apologize. We're going to be talking about Borderlands 2. And uh, kind of uh, giving you guys an insight of why I didn't play the game when it first released in 2012. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> there is no reason. Um, so, okay, Borderlands The Handsome Collection is available now for $14.99. It's a great deal with all the DLC coming with two games and the fact that they just released a 4K HD visual pack that is free. You can download it and it upgrades the visuals of the Handsome Collection. <coughs> I kind of want to give my thoughts on the game and uh, let you guys know what I think about it. I know the game has been out for some time, and some of you are probably listening to the game uh, to the to this and like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why did it take you? This you have long no idea how many to times play I the tell game. Him this. <laughs> um. So, I'm going to be honest, when the game was launched in 2012, me and Bolts went to the event. We went to the Gearbox um, uh, Gearbox Borderlands Community Day. Um, we've gone to three of them? We've gone to two of them together. I went to the third one at PAX South. Yeah, that's right. That's whenever they first announced that they were working on um, Borderlands, but they didn't know where they were going with it at that time. So, um... I'm waiting. That's going to sound really bad, bro. Uh, it, I think what affected me playing the game was for some reason at the time I had a really salty thing about cel-shaded titles. Now, I did play Borderlands 1, and I did like it. But when Borderlands 2 was coming out, 2K was also publishing Darksiders 2. And it had a in-house version of Cell Shaded. Um, basically, what was being pushed with Darksiders 2 is that it wasn't Cell Shaded. It was all hand done yeah. by the artist. So I remember at PAX East 2012, um, I we had some hands-on time with Darksiders 2. And... Um, I cannot remember her name to save my life, but there was a PR manager for, um, for 2K that I just loved. I mean, she was so amazing. She was super truthful. I remember they were featuring Borderlands 2, and she looked over there, and she's like, you know, that's cell shade. It's all by, done by a system. This is actually real cell shade because it's done by hand by the artist. You know, Borderlands is good, but this is, you know, this is dark. Uh, this is the, the darkness. I said Darksiders 2 earlier. I meant the darkness. Yeah. Um, so as you guys know, uh, or some of you may know, I'm a big, I was a big fan of the darkness. So when the darkness one came out, um, what was his name again? Oh, I can't even remember. It's not Tommy Vassetti, I don't think. Maybe it was. No, I think Tommy Vassetti was off of uh, fucking Mafia, bro. Was it was that the guy off of uh, was that the guy off of Grand Theft Auto Vice City? It may have been, yeah. There's a Tommy V in Mafia too. I can't even remember. <laughs> um, but my thing was, 
I love the way the Darkness one looked. It came out in 2007. Uh, Jackie Estacado. He's like, my name is Jackie Estacado. You know, he worked for he worked for his uncle Polly, and um, it was a great game. It was done by Starbreeze, which I know Starbreeze has been in, under some hot water with Overkill, Walking Dead stuff. But I was a huge fan of the Darkness, and when the Darkness two came out. I was super excited about when they announced it, and then I noticed that it was it was uh, a cell shaded style of gameplay. And even though I got kind of wrapped up in that that style, uh, and and you know just the game being the game, I could not help but feel that the game could have been better if it would have stuck to its original style. Um, because it looked super cartoony and I guess they were trying to go with, I think the comic company was called Mad Cow. Was it Mad Cow Comics? Yeah. Um, I think they were trying to go with like the comic book style of the original game. And now mind you, it got rave reviews, but it just set weird with me. So when I saw Borderlands 2, I kind of like moved that hatred over to Borderlands 2 and I was like, (laughs) fucking piece of shit. So I never played it. Um, I played a little bit of it when it first launched. I got it, and I think like within a week to two weeks, maybe three weeks, I turned it back. And it was Top Cow, by the way. It was Top Cow Productions. Um, so um, I turned it back in, and uh, I was just – I didn't ever play it. So now um, – and it's so stupid for me not to play it. I have some friends of mine that still work at Gearbox – and um, going to the events and stuff, I think it was mainly just because I really wanted to, you know, support Texas game companies. And I know Bolts was very excited about it. I went. I had fun. We had lunch with Cl- uh, Cliff Belinsky, which was amazing. Bolts was, that made his entire. Cliffy B, what's up, dog? <laughs> that made his whole trip. Um, a friend of mine, Kristen, a.k.a. Pink, or It's Pink, amazing woman. Um, met up with her and we sat down and we had like a, what was it? It was almost like an hour long lunch, right? Yeah, it was. It's like an hour long lunch with Cliff and his wife. And, uh, it was really great, man. It was, a, it was a good time. It's a great event, but I just didn't show Borderlands the respect that I needed to. It was, a, um, and so far I've really enjoyed it. Now, mind you, I'm just in the first, uh, probably first 10 hours of the game, but I've very much enjoyed my time and especially with the handsome collection it is fucking gorgeous bro it looks amazing the gameplay is super fast paced um as i said earlier i did get the character keurig um which is the big ass fucking psycho and uh the 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 head that i have on my character right now has this big ass fucking blade sticking out of his head (laughs) got this green glowing eye um, now, Bolts. Yes. What? Um, How may I help you? Since we're talking about Borderlands 2, and I know you're such a big fan. Yes. You played Borderlands 1, yes. and I know you liked it. But Borderlands 2 kind of changed the somewhat of a dim- dynamic of the game. And it seems like Borderlands 2 was a bit more crazy. It was. Um, it was just. It was bigger, better, and badder than what Borderlands is was. Is that the reason why you liked it? It was just it, like yes. super. I mean, Borderlands is is the is the epitome of statement of over the top. Okay, whatever you're doing, 
however you're doing it, it's completely and utterly over the freaking top. Anywhere from the guns to the explosions to the characters that you you interact with um, to to the enemies to to everything. It's just it, it's a high octane over the top. And whenever you whenever you get to an area where it's just a nonchalant of nothing but enemies after you, that's exactly what it is. Just boom, 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 go, 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 go. Um, but yeah, no, it was just, it's one of those games that just sticks and just sticks. You can go in and you can play it and play it and play it. You can hear, the, you can hear about the banter between you and all the other characters, you know, Tina, Tina, uh, handsome Jack, whether it's rolling from the crimson or, or Brit or, or Mordecai, it doesn't matter. The banter between you and all the other characters over it's just, it's 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 just so good. It's so entertaining. Uh, Mr. Torque is one of the was one of the best characters I've ever I've ever been you know been been blessed to to grace my presence with. Um, and it's just it's just one of those games that just sticks. It's just sticks, man. You're like it sticks. I'm just gonna say it really sticks with. Have you ever wetted like some toilet paper and threw it to a ceiling and it stays there and hardens? <laughs> that's, that's what that's Borderlands what, is. Oh, okay, that's what Borderlands did for you. Um, so my thoughts so far, it's great. Uh, Claptrap is a fantastic character. Of course, David Eddings, a good friend of mine, did voice him at that time. Shout out to you, David. Hopefully, I'll be able to see you at E3 or QuakeCon this year again. Um, but. Uh, it is super crazy that for some reason I never showed the game the respect that it deserved. Hold up. Bro, I thought you were pissing, dog. I really did. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that while I'm on the podcast. There's nothing better. Episode 257. Listen to Caleb Piss. Um, it's just crazy to me, bro. There's so much of a... I was thinking at first, I was like, I think it's going to be too fast paced for me. Or maybe the reason why I didn't play it was, was, was the right reason, you know, because it, it was, you know, the cell shaded thing is not something I play. It, it, what I, it made no sense. You know what I'm saying? It made yes, no sense for me exactly not to play saying. it at all. Um, so, so far I've really enjoyed my time and I cannot wait to get to dive in with the the co-op perspective um so bolts how many times have you gone through have you you know have you really played the co-op aspect of the game um not so much the co-op because like i said i had an it, it, it's hard to find a lot of people who play um around here play borderlands because it's just you know um, i played sometimes with my uh, with austin um i played sometimes with my buddy zach uh Zach, um, but for the most part, I, it's one of those games that I can go in by myself and absolutely enjoy enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so I currently have it on my Xbox, um, which I do play it on a regular basis because um, it's just one of those games that you can go in and just fuck some shit up, man. Yeah, very so. true. Go in and just fuck some shit up, like he said, you know. But that's what the game is about, and it seems it seems to me that I did myself an injustice by not playing this game. Yes, you did. So, because I kind of honestly, um, even though I knew it was a good game, I was like, ah, it's a little overhyped. I mean, it can't, it's not that big of a deal. Um, I'm just saying, bro. It's just like a lot of people. Hate you so much. Uh, bro, I'm just being honest, dude. I mean, that's what I thought. I was just kind of like, okay, cool. Wow, Borderlands. Um, but even the small amount of time that I've played Borderlands 2, I've come to 
understand the hype behind it. Um, the different dynamic of characters. Now, I will say I'm not like the best at the game. So there's a couple of times that I will, I've been getting close to death. But the, the, the aspect that they added in of like being able to kill someone and bring yourself back to life. So fucking cool, bro. Daddy Bolts will teach you the ways. It's so cool. It's so cool. What time do you what time you work tomorrow? Are you off tomorrow? Yeah, I'm off tomorrow. Oh, well, never mind. Yeah. It's too late. I was gonna say you should go home and download it and then we can play it tonight, but can't do that. Just buy it tomorrow. Well, buy I'm, it gonna tomorrow. Buy, I'm gonna buy it tonight and let okay, it download. Buy it tonight, let it download, and then we can play it tomorrow afternoon or something. Because I think Dara's going to do some shit. Anyway, so do you have anything else that you want to say about Borderlands 2? I mean, like... But, 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 oh, the only thing that I can tell you about Borderlands 2 that po- I probably probably have not said is that it's fucking great. <laughs> I mean, and and that's, and that's just how it is. Um, one of the best aspects that Borderlands has is the more people you play with, the harder the game is. Really? Like the... The scaling goes up. Yes. Oh fuck. Yes. So whenever you and I play, you'll we will have more chances of running into more badasses, and uh, but the the heart of the game is comes with better loot. That's also the aspect. Yeah. So well, that's a good thing. You no, know, it absolutely is. It adds it adds two different aspects to the game that that isn't there if you're playing by yourself. So yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. To play you can't with. wait to play with me. I can't, big guy. I, I'm telling you, bro. I'm I'm fucking excited, man. I'm not even gonna. Lie. Hey, and look, look, look at me. And you know what else is? Uh, I believe it. Could, I believe it can be split screen too. So if Dare Dare wants to oh, play. Oh, and this is another thing. Speak of fucking. Oh yeah, because Dare yeah. could play. Um, speak of another crazy thing. They did announce that supposedly it has been leaked out that Borderlands Three will have full on crossplay between PS4 and Xbox One. Are you serious? That's what it said. If that's the case, you're gonna get it on Xbox. Oh, I already get it on Xbox. I mean, come on, really? Why? Why? Whatever. Yeah, I'm just. It's the better system, anyways. Oh, I, I, I didn't. Hey, I didn't say it's the most popular. Hold up, screw. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, of course I got it on Xbox. What's wrong? But anyways, but yeah, no. If if it's fully cross platform, shit, bro, bro, bro. Oh, I know. Oh, I can't wait. I, I hope I hope the the reports that are look, being look 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 this is this is what the four player co op is going to end up going to be it's going to be me you my son Aaron and my ex wife Nikki that's exactly what's going to end up being does, does Nikki like Borderlands? Nikki uh, look if if there's one game that I got Nikki back into playing games for it was Borderlands we would spend hours upon hours and upon hours playing Borderlands listen bro I didn't even know Nikki liked video games yes to an extent wow. absolutely. But yes, yes, that that's gonna be our four man crew: my ex wife, my son, my bud, and me. Going in there, let's do it. So, okay, I'm down. And then, yeah, we'll do this. Anyways, so um, I I have to say I I've given I've done myself an injustice by not um by not playing this game. It's very stupid of me. <laughs> To do it the way that I did, uh, of of putting it off like I did, and I, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess I was just like I had my reserves about the game, and I was like, ah, this fucking game is not going to be what I expected it to be. So, um, wait, wait until wait until we dive more into it, and you're going to be like, 
what the fuck was I thinking? Because there's yeah. DL, there's DLC with that that is um that is a Tiny Tina DLC. Yeah, and it's uh it's like a, a Dungeons and Dragons based uh first person shooter. What really? Yes. Oh my god, I can't wait, dog. I'm I can't I'm wait. Ready. I'm ready. And I'm excited now because, like, you're getting more excited about Man, it. Man, so. semi going on right now. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, this is episode 257 of the Second Opinion Podcast. Make sure to check us out, com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content, great content creators right over at Cinelinks. Um, Please check back very soon for more quality, uh, for more quality reviews, previews, and much more. Um, also please check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google play. All you have to do is use the numeric number two, put ND after that. And then opinion podcast, second opinion podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google play, all the latest, uh, and greatest listening, uh, devices out there. There's, I think we are on a total of like 10 to 12 different, uh, streaming services, uh, so um, you cannot escape our voices. You can't. Um, so also make sure to head on over to youtube.com forward slash second opinion podcast and check out the content we have there. You can follow me on Twitter. It's S zero L E B. You can follow bolts on Twitter, at Lord bolts, which we have to find out your fucking password and change your damn name. Cause you said you hate Lord bolts. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I feel so bad. Like I've been calling you Lord bolts forever. And you're like, I fucking hate it. Just to let you know. I'm like, thanks. Appreciate it for telling me in the long run. Um, but anyways, guys, this has been episode 257. Make sure to check back next week. We're going to be here talking about all different types of stuff. And I know that we usually don't talk about it much, but with, there's a very big possibility. We're going to have a little small segment about WrestleMania because WrestleMania is this coming Sunday. I'm very excited. Even though I have to fucking work and do inventory, it is in just a couple of days. So I love you guys. Peace out. Peace.